Frank and no wait, uh, was it Frank and Frank and Frank and Weenie? Uh, Frank and no, <laughs> that was my joke last night. <laughs> Frank and Fonsuka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Franken penis. <laughs> oh, mine, mine Franken brought. Apparently, but... there is a censored version of this movie where racing or he's wearing pants. Fuck that! I know, right? What? Rude. Rude. Why? Why those little leather booty shorts? No. Are you sure that's actually not just like a production still? Uh, that might actually be like he was like, still. hey, hey guys, I'm, how about we, how about you we just think try this they way did first? Production stills, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, which one are we talking about first? Uh, we may as well do Frank and Dick. Yeah, I like that. So what are we? <laughs> what are we? Okay, yeah. So if you'll pop that on. I love this short so much. Where's the volume? Okay, there you we have go. the remote by you. I do. I got it. Uh, oh, I'll pull up beats for this. Oh, no, still recording the, us watching the short. Shit. I've always noticed them. It's okay. I know, I know. You have a thing for shoes. Like we were watching, we're watching Housewife, the trailer for Housewife, and like Alex's first thought is those shoes, and I'm like, she has feet. <laughs> they were gorgeous, like black stilettos. Everyone needs a good black stiletto. <laughs> Hi, this is Bob with candy coated razor blades. I am the gallon of silver paint that Franken Dick just dipped right in, <laughs> and here are my co-hosts. Hi, I'm Andy, and I'm that pair of dookie brown pumps you wore to your last wash and blow. Hi, and I'm Alex, and I speak for Bird Person. And this movie was an affront to Bird Kind and Bird World. <laughs> oh my god. So, that was a reference. Oh, that was a reference. And <laughs> fuck. Okay, so today we're going to have a little bit of nice and a lot of naughty, because we're talking about the short... Um, the, the stylist, stylist uh, found on Shutter, uh, and we're also also found on Shutter talking about the erotic rights of Frankenstein. Wait for it, just wait for it. <laughs> so yeah. let's take care of the nice. Let's talk about our our candy coating. What did we think about the stylist kid? I have deets. What's I the deets, deets, girl? Deets. Deets are a thing. We need to, like a like a, a theme song for Deets. How low can you go? Oh God! No, okay. stop it! Just How low can you go? Why? What, why are we going low for well, Deets? I, I actually got. I fell into this weird public enemy moment. I don't know why. Stop it! Yeah, I don't stop know what's it. happening. I can't wait for this part to get edited stop. out. <laughs> we going. know it's not. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Any mistakes are always edited. Oh out. no! Actually, my really good ones are left in. <laughs> um. So Deets, Andy, go. Deets. Uh, the stylist, 2016. Claire is a lonely hairstylist. <laughs> just, that, that phrase is interesting. Lonely hairstylist. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a boy with a lonely hairstyle. Lady or lady or lady. Sorry. Claire is a lonely hairstylist <laughs> with an unnerving desire to go escape her. her disappointing reality. When her final client of the evening arrives with the request to look perfect, Claire has plans of her own. Um, directed by, oh, here we go. <laughs> you can do it, Andy. We believe in you. Woo! We're in trouble. We don't know how to pronounce these names. Give it your best shot. Uh, directed by Jill Gevargesian. I butchered the shit out of that. 
Uh, well, I if, if Jill it. has an issue, she can certainly write us at Bob yep. at CandyCodedRazor.com to correct our pronunciation. Right. Feel free to sponsor um, us with your next uh, film. We'll be happy to talk about it. <laughs> written uh, written by the written by the aforementioned Jill and uh, Eric Havens. Yeah, screenplay by Eric Havens. Starring Najara Townsend, Jennifer Plass, Angela Dupuy, and Pepper. As herself. Oh, Pepper. I love Pepper. Pepper's my favorite character. Pepper. She's almost as good as salt. <laughs> salt is her white chihuahua that was kept upstairs because right. she eats the, the human hair skulls. She gets she gets stained so easily. <laughs> oh, my God. So she has a black black chihuahua. That's right. There's so much staining in her life. So, okay. I am just going to, like, address the little elephant in the room. What the fuck is it with people who, like, take off, peel off other people's skin to wear externally and small toy dogs? That's the elephant in the room. It's not like the small toy dog in the room. No, this is like way bigger than all of that. <laughs> like, because, you know, so, name name a third, Andy. Well, how many do you need? Well, if you only kill two people, you're not a serial killer. So I don't think we can call it a theme. I'm sure Ed Gain had a cat. He did not. He ate things. Yeah. <laughs> he ate a lot of things. He ate horrible things. He did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if he had any animals, they didn't make it past dinner. No, they didn't. Maybe to breakfast. Aww. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty. Jesus. <laughs> so now, um, so what this short goes into, first off, this, this woman is working at a salon and she's waiting for her last client of the night. But there, there's, you don't see, think anything's off until about, you know, four minutes in when the client is in the chair drinking the roofied wine. Doing the disagree. wine montage? The wine montage, Simply yes. because, Why? like, the minute you see that client, you know something is off. Well, yeah, because... Because it's a horror short? Well, Because that... it's a horror short. And also Roots. <laughs> oh, God. Well, she had terrible Roots and she had terrible makeup and she doesn't know how to put lipstick on and the she wrong shade. a walking shade. pancake. When, she... when, okay, when the, like, almost straight if you're gonna wear... notices the shitty makeup... If you're, you're going to wear 301s, you wear bottom lashes. <laughs> no, or you just you get a non-clumping mascara what the hell and 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 really did did you have the epileptic seizure in the middle of your eyeliner well, who because... does who puts eyeliner onto their fake eyelashes <laughs> that is a clumping eyeliner oh. Oh. with her garage doors of like one color from lid to up brow Oh. Really, like no one needs that much eyeshadow. No, I mean her eyebrows were well done, but the rest of her face just looked like it was painted on like a, a child with a paint by numbers kit. It was actually like she was pre it. She was going to a clown convention. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna say that like the last sixty seconds of this podcast, <laughs> way more savage than anything that happens in this show. That's not true. There's so much more we can talk. We haven't even talked about the shoes. We have. She oh, had God. these horrific, really bad. chunky brown pumps. They looked like with, some fucking orthopedic with gold. Shit. They had like gold it was like a zipper, chains big zipper on, the thing on the back. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hideous. I just like the worst shade of brown with your black dress going to a cocktail party for your boss. And she's with like, those earrings. Oh, let me have a Merlot. With diamond earrings. Oh. Like chandelier diamond earrings do her shoulder. Th those weren't diamonds. <laughs> well, those were not diamonds. They were faux diamonds. <laughs> we're pretending like she's rich. We're, we're pretending like she, she didn't just like raid some drag queen's jewelry box. <laughs> I mean, even if it was Diamondique or Diamond Dell <laughs> or Diamondonium. No, I, I have seen those earrings Maybe that was on Diamond RuPaul's doesn't. Drag Race. Diamond doesn't. Diamond doesn't yet. That worked. So anyway, so uh, overall... You know, we, we get the stylist waiting for her thing. We get the, the co-worker that leaves quietly. We get the... the Much better shoes. The rich client in the chair, drugged up with the wine, 
And then the special scissors come out. Yeah, this, they have their own box. They're nice and dull because special scissors have to be dull by default. Yes, they do. <laughs> it's important. Mm, and then like the, you couldn't have used a razor blade. What? You know, it was it was the most PG thirteen scalping in the history of scalping. It really was. So it was cute. so. It was like three squirts of blood. Oh, but it was such a great little squirt because it's this little moment where you could just even see the actress kind of like give it this little squeeze and this little. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the blood pack didn't explode enough. It was God so cute. The director was off camera going, "Push it together. Push it together. Push it, <laughs> push it real good." Well, cuz it, it's it's like they didn't test this with someone leaning their head back and like fluid physics. What? This is Come a on. short. You don't have time. You no, don't. Seriously. And and then but but when you're waiting for her to get the special scissors, you see that the the client just developed a six head. Well, <laughs> they had to pull the wig back so they didn't damage the lace front. Oh, boy. And keep in mind, at least four hours of that shoot was developed, was devoted to putting eyeshadow from lid to brow. <laughs> <sighs> oh. So, but I mean, and we get that this person is like, oh, I'm so important. And that glass ceiling is so hard to shatter. And I'm having this really big party tonight. And, and I'm like, if you're having this really big fucking party for your boss, hire a makeup artist. Anyway. I know, don't come and get your hair washed with your full face on. Right. Also, right. you're talking to a, a hair a stylist in a hair salon. Her glass ceiling's not that bad. It's she, a women's industry usually. Right. She's fine. Right. <laughs> but so but then of course, you know, scalping happens. But then every good party has a scalping. Every good party has a scalping. Mm. Uh, but of, of course, you know, in true horror movie fashion, the, the client is not deceased or, or passed out entirely at that point. <laughs> and she comes back. And the first thing we hear her say after an ear shattering <laughs> scream is, what the fuck, Claire? <laughs> Best moment of the entire show. It's, it's wonderful. I also love this. This also featured the um, insta kill. This is an insta kill universe yeah. where like she gets stabbed in the head and she's just dead. Fatality. Right. It's a, well, it's my favorite, like, if you watch the Friday the 13th movies, they live in the insta-kill universe. Like, you mm. get stabbed in the chest once, you're just dead. Well, they read Nintendo Power, so like, they know what's like, the well, special because they were tired of watching people flail around on screen for five minutes dying appropriately. Well, you know, you know that's the thing. You can survive with a surprisingly large number of stab wounds to the chest. Not necessarily to the head. Well, yeah, she probably I mean, wouldn't have. She wouldn't have been dead in seconds, right? But she probably wouldn't have made it after being scalped and stabbed to the temple with, you know, um, dull, basically shears. getting instant lobotomy sort of thing. And all I can think about is like I don't Sean think that would have gone. Yeah. Sean had like a whole fucking. Simon Pegg had like a whole dart in his head, and it didn't hurt him that bad. Well, wasn't there his temple? There was more bone where Sean got. Yeah. No, but I mean, like full penetration. Do really? you always talk <laughs> about full penetration, Andy? He always does. No, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do so, you not talk about it or Phrasing. practice it? Phrasing. <laughs> but so, just the tip, just to see how it feels. Fuck that. So, so, so as we go through this short, um, the, there's a certain turning point after she brings the, the wig in a bucket home. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I'm sure this is the next movie. I apologize. She. she she brings home the wig in a bucket because that doesn't look shady. I love it. Yeah. She has, <laughs> you know, if you've ever seen those horrible styrofoam heads with wigs on them, get like real special carrying totes where they're like round and nothing touches the hair. Right. And this bitch is like, this is the bucket we put the mop in. I'm going to put my head in it. Right. 
A, a glass wig head, by the I way. Why? Who? Like, glass maybe she just doesn't want to stain do you think, the styrofoam. Wait, wait, I don't do you know. think the glass wig head is perfectly formed to her face? No. So they're all her. I mean, they might. I want to really read into this <laughs> and we're like all of those wig form heads that were like bronze and glass. They're all perfect replicas of her face. Right. Just to make and sure she just like matches the hair onto them and like retrims it for her height. Right. <laughs> oh my god, I love her already. I want to be her best friend. <laughs> and then she, she comes home and and has the bucket of blood filled ev- hair. Everyone, she really needs a gay best friend. I'm just, we would help her not scalp the girls who have bad roots. She just has really bad life choices all around. Again, although she makes a lot of money because that was a gorgeous apartment in what I assume to be New York based on where she was. Wait, what? With a full basement. That was a a house. That was a house, and her address was E. So I'm pretty sure that's not, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's not an apartment. It could still be an apartment. I mean, Mm. it could be. But still, full basement with like five fucking vanity mirrors in it. So yeah. many vanity mirrors. But they Who weren't on the lease. But, they but, weren't like supplied. She but had of to course, do them she herself. goes home with, like I said, the wig in a bucket. And her candle budget must be like right through the right. roof. Fucking Yankee Candle loves this. Story. <laughs> yeah. And it's, no, she it just, all smells like vanilla. She just buys the tea lights. <laughs> but she, she comes home, she greets the dog. Hi, Pepper. Who's my good girl? Oh, what? I love Pepper. Pepper. Pepper was the best part. Um, so she goes in and, and of course she, she ties up her own hair and then we see that she's got some form of scarring on her, like from her ear down her entire left side of her neck. And that's when she puts the hair, the scalp on her own head. And the first thing she says, and this is where it takes that turn, which makes me extremely sympathetic. Uh, the first thing she says is I need to look perfect. And that turn from where we were in a very cozy place, making fun of the rich woman with bad roots to actually feeling bad for the serial killer. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. And I like it. It's, I mean, what do you guys have to say about that? I, I don't see that the same turn you see. I just saw her imitating the woman and not being happy with, the imitation. Yeah. So I didn't really read it as her like looking for her own perfection as much as just she was trying on this other personality. She was more like jealous of, you know, she didn't have to sit in a salon and wait for a client. She got to get all dressed up and go to a work party and she's going to break through the glass ceiling. Yeah, and-, right. and so she, yeah, she's like trying on these other people and she, and they don't fit. Yeah. Right. And like, that's where, that's where she starts crying because like, it didn't work this time. It's oh, I, I thought I was going to be able to take this one. And, you know, and, yeah. and it's the same thing as she says. Do you think, like, if Claire had, I mean, not Claire was the woman who did it, the Mandy? Wasn't that her name from the credits? Whoever. The woman with the bad shoes and the bad roots. Yeah. Um, if she wouldn't have woken up, I think Claire would have just put it on her head in there, checked yeah. it out, and then maybe put it back on the other woman's head. Well, well this is the man the with two braids. You can't just more. Like, well, but it's not I, like a cranial screw I top. I feel of like shit. she's like her scalp is I, already gone. But right. I feel like you can easily make the case that she's crazy. Yeah. So yes. I don't think we can apply like she was going to sew it back on and no one was going to notice logic. <laughs> I think enough. she's really bad at drugging people. They all tend to wake <laughs> up. When they wake up, she freaks out. She kills them. And when she kills them, she's like, well, I did all this work. I might as well take it home with me. <laughs> but where's the body now? That was the other question. I just imagined that 
the cellar of that salon is covered in like hair dye and bodies. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and they probably don't notice I'm all those chemicals. If she's the owner of that place because no, no, she did not appear to be the owner. No, but maybe she's the, always the girl who stays late, so no one else goes into the cellar. And <laughs> right, <laughs> she comes in early. She's like, "I'll do stock. Don't worry." <laughs> maybe she puts those like brown pumps up there as like a warning and everybody who sees them must have worked oh god <laughs> so they can't i know the 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 room emptying of oxygen without all the gay gasping going on <gasps> it's true <laughs> gay men like come in the, to the salon with the panic i felt bad shoes where were they <laughs> how did they hurt you <laughs> but no i i i don't i, I know that you guys didn't see it, but I, I saw that change in her face no. when she put it on. And, but the change in her face was even before she put it on, when she hesitated at right. her neck, when she was tying up her I, hair. It's not that I didn't see it. I think you're just attaching a different meaning to it. Like yeah. You're, you're, I, you're, and it's just not like you're wrong. No, yeah. We don't know what the intention was. Right. Um, I, I, th- I saw a change in her face. I think the change in her face was... I don't like being me. Look at my my right. whatever they were scars right. or bad skin. And then when she put it on, she was trying to become the other woman. The problem was the other woman wasn't significantly different enough. Right. And this actress's talents were not specifically tuned to like completely mimic someone else's face. Right. Which is not necessarily a slight against her. I still got what she was trying to do. Well, I, think she right. was, I think also that what she was having to get across was that this character is trying to imitate this other character mm-hmm. and failing. Yeah. Because yeah. she's trying to inhabit this other person's life. And, just, you know, like with any tourist situation, you can't stay there forever. Right. Yeah, you don't want to keep living in Greece. Their economy is shit still. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a good analogy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you Visit. Can't... You know, have fun with all the dogs, so many stray dogs. And then when you come back, enjoy right. that our economy, knock on wood, for now is not that bad. <laughs> hey, speaking of warm parts of Europe where everybody goes naked. Ah! Uh, you mean France? Oh my God, This France. was actually shot in Spain, I think. No, but it's it's a French movie. Yeah, French finance, but I think so, it shot in I don't think it was so shot in, in Spain. So in, in, in the case of the worst segue ever... Let's talk. No, we've had worse. I tried. We have. Uh, We've had better segues that I've done and you've trampled over. (laughs) It's my show, damn it. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. You guys have input. Whatever. Anyway, so let's talk about the erotic rights of Frankenstein. Oh my God. What the hell? Also known as. The Erotic Adventures of Frankenstein, if you live in Canada, which is the better title. That's my favorite. Or The Curse of Frankenstein, if you um, see the original French movie. The Malediction de Frankenstein. I don't think you would mispronounce his name just because it's in a different language. I don't care. care. This isn't young Frankenstein. This movie is me wishing for Frankencock, okay? That's that's what I needed out of this movie, and it failed me. That's a great analogy for this movie, (laughs) how it failed us all. Das Weiss in Frankenschlong. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Me wanting den Frankenschlong. <laughs> the Frankenstucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted the Frankenpenis. So, Dr. Frankenstein and his assistant Morpho are killed just as they bring their creation to life. Because Igor was copyrighted. That's true. Uh, the monster is taken by... Um, Cagliostro, and now controls the monster and plans to have it mate and create the perfect master race. Oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome, 
Thank I, you, bitches. You I made just, me watch Cuso. So directed <laughs> by um, Jesus Franco, or Jess Franco, as he's known for this, also written by him, starring Alberto <laughs> Dalbes, Dennis Price, Howard Vernon, Beatrice Savant, and Annie Liebert. Um, so, God, this movie was a mishmash of crazy, and I loved it. So did I. I think you also <laughs> left out, because I think one of the, the, and this is important because um, he is, I think, our one source of dick for this movie, <laughs> is, I believe, an actor named Luis Barbu. Oh, his picture does not look like he does the movie. Is that Caront? Uh, they only have the French name. I don't remember his name, name, but, but um, Louis Babu is is this dude. Yeah, I know. Okay, I think that is actually him. Well, we're, then, we're looking at pictures that you can't see. Also starring Louis Babu, who we get and his cock, his, and his, cock. his delicious looking penis. He later on went on to be. Like, he actually had a role in Conan the Barbarian later. Yay. on. Do we see his cock there too? No, there are no, no cocks. In there's no I cocks. In don't need Conan. to watch that movie. I'm I, real good. No. At it. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely down. You know, with 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 French. Uncut daddy cock, but just bouncing around. I just want to play it with it for twenty fucking minutes. I, I wasn't I just close wanted, enough like, to the screen. I just know. wanted to like fucking pity pat it like that. I, just, <laughs> I um. <laughs> it was so no, cute. let's get to the plot here. Real it's like, quick. okay, I realize what you're being tortured, plot? but your dick is so what cute. What plot? What Frankenstein's daughter? Also, uh, fun to know that Doctor Frankenstein was played by the same man who had been playing Doctor Frankenstein for a variety of movies throughout oh Europe. Oh my god! <laughs> this guy just kept playing Frankenstein in various movies. It, I it was the only piece of trivia I could find in this movie. I worked so hard, and that was the only thing I got out of all my effort. <laughs> I'm like, at first, uh, well, first off, we have to understand that this movie is from 1972, the heyday of sexploitation. Right. So, I mean, we, ha- I we have to recognize that. Eternity is the heyday of sexploitation well, yeah, in France. Yeah. There's actually another thing to keep in mind is, that explains a lot of the insanity of this. Um, drugs. Which is so many drugs. Quaaludes. Too. Yay. Oh, God, yeah. Drugs everywhere. But also... <laughs> The way that, uh, oh God, I've just spaced his last name now. I keep wanting to call Franco? him Stone. Thank you. The way, the way Jess Franco shot films is uh, a, a producer would give him money and say, "Go shoot this film, the the tits of Dracula, whatever." And so he would get his his gang of regular actors because it's always the same batch of actors who were exhibitionists, and they would go to some location and they would shoot a bunch of footage, from which he would edit together the tits of Dracula. And like two more movies, oh my God. so there would be like there'd be like the tits of Dracula would go to the producer, and then basically on the producer's dime, without having to put any extra money in himself, he would also Dracula's shoot, daughter's vag, or like or like buttocks of the werewolf, or whatever. <laughs> and so like the people who were in his movies wouldn't even oh know that they were getting billed in some of these other movies until they came out. Oh my God! And I hope he paid these people well. I, maybe, probably not. But all, I think it also comes to because this it's is for the art. The art. Well, because yeah, yeah, the Frankencock is for the art. And so, like, what you get in this movie is like a lot of scenes that look really good and make no sense, but it doesn't matter because they look really good. And it just seems like they went to this castle and just shot all of this stuff. I'm like, what's around? We have. St- 25 gallons of silver body paint. I know. Right. We have... Let's dip Frankenstein in it. <laughs> Let's awesome. put the worst appliance on his forehead Oh, my ever. God. That <laughs> melted throughout the movie. It so did. It and you can see it peeling up. Oh, and, God. oh that God. fake belt, too. I swear. Because, like, the oh. belt was not... His belt it was, was, it was not... It was like a weightlifting belt. It was not connected to his pants at all. No. So I kept swearing I was seeing his ass when I wasn't. No, it was... You like, teased oh. me so I bad, think, movie. Because, frankly, that was the one dick I wanted to see. You wanted the giant silver 
penis. I did. Like probably did. shaved yeah. silver penis. Well, bang bang I mean, Maxwell's silver penis. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but I love it's god like he's wearing a weightlifting belt. I mean, yeah. but now at least we have sparkly Frankenstein. Fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Um, and no, I just <laughs> that made me almost happy. Well, my favorite part <laughs> is just the pure number of just uh, what had to have been just uh, shots of just women take your shirt off. Another blonde woman who I could not tell the difference between, take your shirt off. Another right. blonde woman who we're going to splice with the other blonde woman that I still am not sure was a different actress. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lay down on the bed and let's stare at your sentient hole as we can almost see right. into your vagina. Right. Another blonde woman who I cannot recognize lay there and be a, be the subject of a painting for no fucking reason. Yeah. For absolutely no, no purpose. Reason. It was like he it just was a terrible painting. Too. Oh my god, it was he, he was not doing very good. No, that was really bad. I'm like, oh, you're in like third week of your art class. I'm right? like, yeah, she, he's staring. He just wanted to stare at them. He's like painting That's exactly with it. One hand burr, burr, just like jerking with the come other. Come here, come here, my darling. I will make beautiful art of you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, That's a stick figure. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just respect keep, the V. Dad. Just, just keep you know bouncing those boobs every few minutes so I can keep my my. I just. You know, I will say, all of these women... You can't see it, but Bob and I both just, like, fucking started... Yeah, <laughs> started th there are boobs mission. flying everywhere in this room. Yeah. You have no idea. We we refuse to calm our tits. No. No. <laughs> we have to... Um... Uh, no, I just... So... I And I adore the completely non-existent plot of Cagliostro, <laughs> yes. who I just... I cannot remember his name, who can bring dead bodies back to life, but they continue to decay until they are bones. So there right. are just multiple shots of just bones and chaws. Yes. Bones and chaws just staring. Yeah. Bones and chaws. Which I want to be like, can they still see? Can they still talk? Do they still feel? Like, for, for those, what who, animates for for those who don't speak Midwest accent, a shaw is a shawl. Mm. A shaw is how you actually pronounce that word. No. Yes. No. Shawl. Yes. Not normal Americans. Yes, an American stage <laughs> standard, the way that people on uh, network news stations speak, and you speak on the stage, is not pronounced as shawl. It's pronounced as shaw. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I'm fine. Uh, okay. But I'm still going to call it shawl. Yes. Yeah, call it whatever you want. Unless you're talking, unless you're adding like a comma I mean, in George we, Bernard. We could call it a veil, because it was that gauzy shit. I mean, we could call it a burqa for all I care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Cagliostro is a man of very many talents. Because in his first well, in his first appearance, magnetic talents. <laughs> <laughs> his magnetic talents have brought me to you, life. I am scene. half bird. He goes and I am blind and make stupid noises through ninety percent of the movie. She's like a bird a vampire. I'm, oh my god! I'm like, first that, off, why are your feathers green? That's because the that's just you, Stephanie mold. Meyer. Because right, she because is like a bird vampire. That's why she's imperfect. Because he remember at the end, towards the end of the movie, he's like, perfect. "Oh, you cannot be the perfect daughter I thought you were going to be." Oh no, she was supposed to be like a raven, and she, he fucked up and right. gave her and gave, gave her, her parrot instead. Oh oh <laughs> oh! The oh. only thing on IMDb is this entire speech. <laughs> yeah. The only yes. thing oh, yeah. is, and I love that oh, it's even God. Melissa speaks do to it, you do on do behalf it. of her great master <laughs> Heliostro. <laughs> Cagliostro created me and half of me is a bird. He meant for me to be his own daughter, but I am blind and therefore unworthy. Cagliostro now transmits the words he wishes you to hear through the fabulous creature that I am. Listen to the master speak these words to you. 
I have accorded you the privilege of rising from your grave, but I cannot prevent your flesh from rotting. <laughs> I'm and sorry. It, it just keeps Fuck going. Fuck you guys, I need you a cigarette after that. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of how she speaks. Oh, my God. I just... Oh. Every second she was on screen, I just wanted to slap her. Are you kidding? <laughs> I, I want her to have her own movie. I want the continuing adventures of Bird Girl. And I want... Uh, not Again, neither of you have watched Rick and Morty, but Bird Person, who totally <laughs> always talks like this. Okay. Bird Person. See, this reminds me of... Did you ever see Ugly Americans? Um, on purpose, no. Oh my god, is A, it's a great show. That's a horrible lie. It's a marvelous <laughs> show. <laughs> they also had these weird, like, um, like man birds or something that, or, I can't remember what they, man bear pig. No, but they were like these, like, half man. There were these man birds that were like, you know, half bird bear. head and like wings and then like man body with like, half pig. And so like, and they, the with entirety, cloaca. and the entirety of their language consisted of, um, Various like tonal and phonetic variations on the phrase "suck my balls." Oh my god! Suck my balls. So it's like suck my balls. Oh my god! Suck my balls and uh, and suck so, my balls. So I was kind of giggling and saying, "Suck my balls." Thank great Blogathotep for adult animation. Yeah. <laughs> I just everything about you know. I can't say this was a terrible movie. I watched it like way too asleep <laughs> at six in the morning. Um, but I, I feel like that was the appropriate level of paying attention to this movie right. where I was like, at any moment I could go back to sleep, but I just can't. It was kind of like the train wreck that Bob and I witnessed last night. You just can't oh look away when four trains just come at each other and crash oh, into a giant uh, puppy contest to be not named. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, but that, this, it was just... This movie is weird. I don't. Men in puppy masks with spoken word poetry. I know it was just as bad as Caliostro's Bird Girl. <laughs> okay, guys, oh. the eclipse was last month. <laughs> it does not need to be this shady. <laughs> no, the yes, eclipse is in the next movie. <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't. Don't I won't spoil pull it. the veil away and let people know that we record multiple movies at one time. No. Oh my god! So no, no. Um, only <clears throat> dreams now. No, I. Okay. I I wanted to say that I hate this movie, but as much as as much horrible shit as we've been watching lately. Ugh, By the way, this was torture Bob tried to inflict on Andy and I. I did, and, and they ended Andy, up and honestly, and, yeah, like Andy just kept talking about the the daddy dong, and I was real excited. I oh, spent seriously the whole twenty half, minutes, it's twenty fucking minutes of like slow whipping daddy dong. I'm like, yeah. I just I spent the whole like first half of the movie like waiting, which one is it gonna be? Which one? Oh my god, which one's it gonna be? Where's Pepper? Where's Pepper? Which one is it gonna be? I, a good, I, a good I'm still penis. very disappointed that I didn't penis. get, you know, silver painted Frankendick. Also, full bush. Oh God, so much full, full bush. It, that was the like I, it was none of this era. Brazilian wait, crap. Wait, wait. We're just talking like let it flow. I'm down. You know, I'm, I'm not like, even gonna I'm let you. Flow. I'm not gonna lie right now. The one on the table where we practically saw into her um, sentient we hole of eternity. I did not know hair went that way. Like I was not aware it could be that hairy. I always just assumed that it stopped on the front because I never saw the bottom. <laughs> And I was real good with that. I could live lived a happy life. And now you're like, hey, women can have air in their ass cracks. Just the whole way through. Just No, this is the most horrible thing. A canoe of hair. I really am <laughs> a canoe. <laughs> I wrote 
broken. Wait, oh, a what? canoe is that? <laughs> I don't even know where to go that's with gonna, this. That's gonna go in the title, isn't it? Oh my gosh! A canoe of air. No, because all I can picture now is that one peanut special where they went to camp and had the river race. Oh God! Oh, race for your life, Charlie Brown. A kayak of hair. Make it to the egg, Charlie Brown. Canoe, canoe. Because you know, because you know that's peppermint Patty's bush. They'd be right. Here. Oh no! Oh no! Because oh, Marcy she's, knows all about Marcy it. is real good on that. She has the lay right. of the land. Damn right. Yes, God. Oh. I don't see Peppermint Patty as a Brazilian kind of Wait. girl. Oh, no. No. <laughs> is, is, is one of our like um, running gags that we just have to talk about lesbians on every show? No, no it but it's nice. We to... love the lesbians. It's a good sight. I just think it's but... wonderful. I, we should bring yeah. them into our lives more. We should. Yeah. We should. <laughs> I just, no, my favorite thing I have to say, oh. as much as I love feminism and I'm all for women's rights, <laughs> just please shave it all away, girls. Just be hairless <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. It's horrible, but I just want it all gone. I can't don't, unsee what I saw this morning. Unlike a don't dude listen. who's don't like, listen to his hair. Yeah. All, I mean, leave, maybe trim. All the men can be, no, don't no, trim. No. Just leave it hairy as possible. And girls just all away, narrow it away, or wax it away, whatever You're you need to do. You're part of the patriarchy now. Don't, don't it's listen. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone's allowed to have their one thing that they just would really like. There's no, there's no not, scars to your beautiful. I'm not going to shame you for your hair. I just... In my heart, I'll have believed it would have been nicer <laughs> if it was shaved. Oh, <laughs> <coughs> wow. Uh, hey, I'm just being honest here. If I you're wearing it. a Zentai suit, though, make sure you shave because that shit's just going to look like a Brillo pad. Yeah, there's certain things that it's more important, even if yeah. you're a man. Like, sometimes, if you're going to make choices, shaving. Paul still has, I don't know, you probably haven't seen him shirtless for any reason, but he still has, like, tribal markings on his chest hair <laughs> where they had to shave it when he was in the hospital for like possible heart issues. Change. Yeah, yeah. Just like weird like brought weird. out the one single razor and shaved in these tribal markings. Like a fucking jackass thing where they're going around with the clippers just going yeah. and back and forth. Every time I see it I'm like um, we can just reshave those sections you can keep those as like your <laughs> you know your people's markings. <laughs> I come from white hairy men and I have shaved parts of my chest. Um. But but now I mean it, it, when we're talking about feminism, this movie lacks oh, yeah. any of it. No, this movie is, is so Ex beyond any of that. Right. Except for making, you know, the daughter of Frankenstein, an accomplished doctor in her own right. She, She's still like, Vera. oh my god, I need to get rescued by dudes. Her I, name is Vera. I do love Vera. that she completely recreated her father's research in about twenty five seconds. Right. Yeah. Turn one dial, press one button, and she is now also an expert on bringing the dead back. Well, to the life. funny right. thing is actually because that except machine, only for like twenty seconds. Well, you know what that machine actually even is. It's it's the tape recorder because if you know if you oh, yeah. in the in the first scene when uh, Doctor Frankenstein and Morpho, Morpho, who Morpho. is played by Jess Franco. Oh, oh really? Yes. That's why he only has like the ten second scene. Yeah, and and no dialogue. No. Right. Um. So when oh Morpho didn't get dialogue. I don't think so. I don't remember. No, he didn't. He's saying, bitch, I, I wrote it. I don't Wait, have to do this. Morpho didn't get dialogue. I'm just gonna My I'm just gonna stand here. Girl talks for fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah. At a stretch, multiple times. So in that scene, in that scene when Frankenstein and Morpho get killed, Birdwoman is like goes to like the left side of the screen and stares at the ceiling because that's how she does blind. Uh, I stare at the ceiling. I know she does. She always looks I'm, up. I'm like, blind. There's nothing up there. What am I looking at? I must be blind. I loved her hands though, and her vampirism. Yes. I mean, because her you know, and her and random vampirism, her, random. Just I'm just going <laughs> to chew on your chest. OK, so so she goes to she goes like to the left side of the screen. 
Uh, the guy who I can't remember his name. He eventually ends up showing his dick. Um, he goes. Babu. Yeah. Babu. He Can goes, that be his name? Yes, it is now. His <laughs> name is now Babu. Yay! So, so Babu goes. My sweet Babu. Aw. Babu goes like to Jay the right hand side of the screen, and the camera pans with him, and like the the the, the heavy music is going the, you know, the big soundtrack because they've just murdered somebody. He walks over, and just as he goes to touch the machine, you hear this click, and the music stops abruptly. Like, somebody hit stop <laughs> on the tape recorder. Oh, God. <laughs> they and can't. So, I can't. And that's what, that, that's what that machine is. It's the tape recorder that has all the sound I, I also on. love that all of the blood effects in this movie was someone with a paintbrush. And every <laughs> right. time they were, like, touched, they just, like, painted a streak on you. Yeah. It was, like, the most avant-garde theater thing. Like, right. Just, like, the one guy who got, We like, can't a, do wounds, but we'll do lots of blood. Yeah. The, he, she got... The guy, uh, Frank, Dr. Frankenstein, who gets attacked by the bird girl, literally just has two streaks of paint on his neck, and that's what killed <laughs> yes. him. Like, the two streaks right. of paint that, like, fade through the movie. Like, they right. couldn't and, redo them. And Dr. Seward, They only the way, had right. so much paint, so they couldn't re-put the right. paint back on. Right. <laughs> but then, then there's Dr. Seward, who's uh, basically taken from Dr. Seward from Dracula. So they're, they've got all this shit mixed in here. He's the one that managed to actually bring Dr. Frankenstein back to life for good until they have to shoot him again. <laughs> well, you know, like, after what? the third time, you just become murderous. Yeah, I guess. Because well, all that I mean, brain damage. If the Lazarus effect dead. taught us anything about bringing the dead back to life. I will right? be honest, there have been some mornings where you've like woken me up, and by the third time, I've been ready to kill you too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Did you wake up with both arms extended, you know? Um, Frank and Andy? No. <laughs> Frank and Andy want Frankenschlong. <laughs> Frank and Andy always want Frankenschlong. Yeah. Ich liebe Frankenschlong. Weiße Schwanz. <laughs> um, so, okay. So the reason, I think the reason why this movie makes no sense. <laughs> well, because again, of its be, writing and production well, and no, filming. And directing. But, but it makes no, I acting. Think, I think it makes no sense because it was Makeup. assembled after the fact. Because of the way that these, these things get made. I think, because you, you've seen uh, Barbarian Sound Studio. No. Okay. It, it's beautiful. It is actually is really it? good. Okay. It's very good. It's on Shutter. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, Shutter. We'll do whatever you want. We're Ding. dirty girls. We're talking sexual favors. I mean, seriously. It doesn't matter. As long as you're paying us, we right. can work anything into a contract. It's right. fine. So, but it's like the the they didn't just they like would shoot the scenes. I don't think they had any. Um, they and had he, to build continuity out of scraps. Right. And but they yeah. didn't they also weren't they weren't like recording the dialogue on the spot. They did it all through like ADR. Or well, what we would now call ADR. I'm Hollywood. wondering I would love to see Which explains why Vera Frankenstein has the voice of like a ninety year old woman exactly. who's addicted to whiskey. And so so her, what so it almost didn't matter <laughs> it didn't matter so much what they were actually doing on the day because they were just gonna go and they're gonna go and dub it. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if and they there did that is, so that they I wonder could, if like, that was Kathleen Turner's. First they did it so that they could yeah. dub it into different languages for different markets. Right. Yeah, I of wonder course. what like if there is an original French version that somewhere exists. Like I tried to find. I literally, I really did try to find some references, and there's yeah, just I, nothing. This oh is God. not one of his, one of his greater works in in the Jess Franco canon. No, greater works, but I fucking like greater. Love it. Yeah, greater yeah. is a word. I love so this much like, that you uh, suggested this as a punishment. To I me. did, and I hate both and of if, you right if now. This is, if this is supposed to be a punishment, all I can say is thank you, sir. <laughs> May I have another? Ah, seriously, another I mean, another daddy schlong. Jess Franco films exist all over the place. I'm I sure know we can find. He more. made like two hundred of them. God damn it! Oh my god. 
And there's more. They've bred. Wasn't every time a producer sent him out to shoot one movie, he'd shoot three. That sounds like a good thing. The producers really, yeah. really happy. I really wish. I I kind of wish people would still make movies like that because the result is Isn't you need to see this. You you listening? Does his films. That is bad. You need head. to see this. You mean Plank Face? Plank, that's the one. His name is Scott Shermer. He <laughs> he makes one film at a time. Which is, yeah, please, all filmmakers, keep making one film at a time. Um, unless you're really talented at re-editing, and then go ahead. But I don't need a whole new 200 films by Jesse Franco. <laughs> I just, I I, who sounds like, who, who sounds like he's like James Franco's great-grandfather. He actually sounds like somebody's love been. interest on the CW. Jesse right. Franco, yeah. Jess Franco, and then oh no, that's, that's like, like starring in nine hundred two one zero. That's the season two twist. He's like, actually, my first name is Jesus. <laughs> you're no. Jesse. You're Hispanic. I'm Mio. <laughs> this totally explains why you got so upset that one night at the Taco Bell. Okay, I just wanted the fire sauce. <laughs> The fire in my belly. I don't know what's happening to our fucking accents here. <laughs> I, I, my, sometimes mine go real terrible. It's okay. Yeah, that's just. It, I've noticed. Around the world. Um, in 15, oh, please. I know mine are horrible. Yeah, yeah. So. You do some accents, Bob. Huh? 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 <laughs> mein Frankenschlong. <laughs> mein Frankenschlong. Ja. Ja. That's a. Oofta, oofta, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what movie was it where they were trying to pretend, uh, the, 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 our, our intrepid heroes oh, were trying to pretend. In her famous Tic Tac Pie. They were trying to pretend they were Swedish and just all they would oh, say God. is. So somebody would like ask them a question in Swedish and they were just like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. That uh, sounds like white chicks. No, because it was like John Candy. It makes me think of um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt when she's just saying di- uh, names of people in Beauty and the Beast when she's trying to speak French. Right. Lumiere. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, the waitress is like, thank you. And she's like, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> So can't talk now, lemonading. <laughs> oh my god, I'm lemonading. Bomb, bomb, bomb. So, Franken, the exciting adventures of Frankenschlong uh, through the kayak, through the, <laughs> <laughs> through the canoe. Sorry, no. Okay. How how are you? What are you thinking, Bob? Oh my god! I where, mean, where do you where do you? <laughs> On a pure, gregariously fall on a pure movie. entertainment level, you know, giving it extra points for you know twenty minutes of bouncing dick. I, I, uh, I, I'm gonna have to give it a four out out of five, you know, silver painted Franken penises. Um, but you never get to see that I never get to see. But because I don't ever actually get Wait. to see it, and I'm ultimately disappointed, I'm gonna go ha- have to go with like two to just watch it because it's hilarious, but nothing else. So you do like what, four out of five invisible silver Frank invisible silver Frankenstein's yes. <laughs> Wait, so it's your final score of four or a two? It's going. It's both. Okay. It's both. Okay. Uh, on, on the it's fun to watch scale, it's a four. On a two, it's like I'm missing Frankenstein. <laughs> on a personal note. On a personal Fair note. enough. 
we've, we've talked about expectations. We have. <laughs> no, that was on a lost episode. We, we, no, we actually we we've talked it, about. I brought it back up. We yeah. brought we've it talked up, about yeah. expectations and how I should never have them because I yeah. never get what I want in life. No, you never get Frankenstein. You set your sights too high. So you, <laughs> no, you. You, you, Why are we saying that? Should, I, should I just go for Igor? You over, you over, or Morpho schlong? It's like you, you, you're so busy chasing the penis that you want <laughs> that you that, never that you fail. The penis that I have. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck on the fact that if he's aiming too high, does that mean Frankenstein hangs low? Fanchstucker. <laughs> um. So I, my take on this movie is that it was. The schlockiest schlock that ever schlocked. It was schlockier than night, uh, night of something strange. Are you turning into a Smurf? He is. Schlock, 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 schlock. Um, <laughs> Smurf. Uh, <laughs> schlock, schlock, schlock. I want to give this movie three bird women out of five. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> my heart it was delicious andy go don't die andy don't die (laughs) come on andy we have to get the rating before caliostro gets you with his magnet powers i speak for caliostro Andy's and the Lorax <laughs> through the magnetic powers of Galliostro. <laughs> so, so basically, half of this episode is going to be us laughing. <laughs> Don't edit a second. (laughs) I was worried that this was going to run short, but honestly, with all of the helpless laughter, no, it's it's going to be on fleek. God damn it. My eyebrows are on fleek. Cuckoo. My fucking hand feathers, though. Through the magnetic powers of Cagliostro. (laughs) Who fucked my dude? Her hair was horrible. Breathe, Andy. Breathe. In, God damn! No, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> Lies. I'll be okay. Recovery. Lies. There's, Ooh. by the way, an owl on the screen in front of us. I would just like to point that out. It's yeah. a big metal owl. Yeah. It speaks to us through the powers of Cagliostro. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think, Andy? Um, I okay. So you know about you know like movies, the concept of so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. This oh, is true. not. This is not that. <laughs> This is so bad. It's delicious. This is so bad. It's glorious. <laughs> um, I'm not even. I'm not even lying. And so, okay, it's very dumb. So it's you're gonna give it like dumb. what? Four point five fur canoes. We're gonna get candy. Hey, goddamn, dude! Five out of five. <laughs> because like, it's no, because I gave Kuso five out of five. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. But honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm giving. I'm actually. Yeah, I am giving this one also. Um, Five out of five. Well, you already dropped my fucking fur vagina canoe line. Just cut him saying it and say it yourself. Well, shit. Now I have to go trying to pick up the thread, which is made of pubic hair. <laughs> braided, braided, braided pubic hair into my feathers. Braided 70s pubic hair. Through the magnetic powers of Caliostro. 
a, a bird woman <laughs> in the hand is worth three yards of bush. <laughs> and, and on that note, <laughs> well, I will do. I will do like just stone, and I will just like take all of this mishmash of stuff, make and it, it together, okay. and it'll be completely incoherent, so, but no one will fine. care. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, <laughs> none, none of this way. will actually ever be edited out. Uh, no, it really won't. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, still. Just go ahead five. and reach out to us, Bob, at candycodedrazor.com. Visit the website at candycodedrazor.com. And you can also catch me on Twitter at, at candyrazorbob. <laughs> and you can catch me, Andy, on Twitter at ohshutupandy, O-H, shut up, Andy, if you really want. And you can catch me on Twitter at ZanmanHorrorFan. X-A-N-M-A-N horror fan. And that's all? I think so. Through the magnetic powers of Kaleo's Troy and this episode. Bye! The Candy Coated Razor Blades podcast is distributed under Creative Commons 3.0. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike. Visit us on the web at www.candycodedrazor.com. Theme music is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com. <laughs>